Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I am your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. This is Friday. This is the 10th of December at 9.05 a.m. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me this Friday morning, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, this is a very, very rare time that I am out here on a Friday. I am generally at work, but I have an appointment that I have to go to this morning. This is why I'm I'm home. And I decided, well, you know, there's no better time than to come out here on a Friday morning. Uh, to do my podcast. So thank you for joining me. Now, I think um, it's time to uh, criticize, you know, put put individuals on the hot seat. You know, um, even, you know, throughout this, this pandemic or any time, you know, false information gets put out there and the abuse of the false information being put out there by the people who are doing this. Now, our, our, my, like myself, you know, is able to to determine fact from fiction by using the one important part of the human body and that is the brain using that thought processor to determine whether something is is true or not. When you hear something or you hear somebody say something and you're thinking to yourself whether that's true or not, so you have to do a little bit of investigative work, you know, you know, because today, I mean, we are able to look things up. We're able to fact check stuff. Now, back in the day when we had none of this technology, I mean, people would say something and this rumor would be spreading around and people would say, I wonder if that's true or not. How do we find out if that's true or not? That, that can't be true. We have to go to the source. Or we have to, or we have to go to the, to the individual that something was said about them. 
to find out the truth. And hopefully we get the truth. Now, people, you know, when it comes to making false accusations, conspiracy theories about what is going on in the world. Now, with this brain that we have that that controls everything that the body does. From hearing, to seeing, to thinking, to breathing. Thank you for joining me this morning. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Now, it is a rare day for me to be out here, like I said at the beginning of the show. This is Friday morning. I'm generally at work, but I have the day off today. And because I have an appointment to get to later on this morning. So I thought, what a better time to come out here to get a show out here, because generally I do them on the weekends. Now, so... I thought today, well, how you doing from Alberta? I hope things are going okay in that province. And that, so, um, you know, so I thought about, you know, it's time to criticize, you know, because from time to time I do that on my show. And, you know, because sometimes I just get um, fed up sometimes frustrated, you know, with the BS that um, goes on out there in this world, in our daily lives. What people say, you know, is, is sometimes, you know, what they say is so ridiculous, so off the charts. And I can't even bring myself to even comprehend how even people would even believe what some people say. Now, this 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 thing that we have called in our in our in our head is called a brain, and we should be using our brain more often than that we do. Like for, for thinking processing, we think because we hear ourselves think if you sit there silently and you start just talking in your head, you actually hear that. Now, with this, with this special organ that we have, the ability to see and to breathe and to hear. Senses, sight, sound, touch, taste, hearing. All these things that this brain does. Now the frontal lobe, thinking, speaking, memory, and another biggie here is movement. But when we look at the thinking and speaking, some people out there think before they speak. And once it's out, you can't take it back. And then people 
or, you know, people would hear what you have said and they're going to think, where the hell did they get that information from? Now, I came across this, this article uh, the other day. Now, you probably heard of this woman. You don't have to be an American to have heard of this individual. And her name is Marjorie Taylor Greene. She criticized COVID-19 restrictions saying not a single school has been closed because of cancer. Not a single school has been closed because of cancer. You can say she's right because in that little statement right there, there has never, ever, ever been a school closed because of cancer. With the restrictions, she said that no schools were ever closed because of cancer. Now, think about that statement for a second. It's absolutely, to me, it's... It's not the right statement to be using in a situation where we have a virus going around that is contagious. Now, anybody knows, I mean, use your thought processing here. I mean, now we have the ability to look things up. We can go on the internet and say, oh man, is cancer contagious? No, cancer is not contagious. This is why there's never been any schools closed. This is why there's never been any businesses closed. This is why we never shut down non-essential services, stay-at-home orders. She's a congresswoman. Now, Every single year, this is her statement, every single year, more than 600,000 people in the United States die from cancer. The country never once shut down, she said. Not a single school was closed, and every year, over 600,000 people of all ages and races will continue to die from cancer. Man, when I was sitting here looking uh, looking at this article and, 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 you know, by the way, she is, she is blonde. Okay. And I'm not criticizing blondes. Okay. She gives blondes a bad name. Honestly. I mean, when I was sitting here reading this and I'm looking at that and I'm, and I'm looking at what she was saying here and, and I'm thinking, duh, you know, when have we ever done that? It's, it's not a coronavirus. Cancer is not a coronavirus. 
how does she even, how does someone like that, you know, even get up in front of a microphone and actually say that statement? I've never heard anybody say that statement until she had said this. And it just blew my mind. She couldn't come up with anything better than that. Now, since since this, you know, um, pandemic has been has been going on, you know, since COVID nineteen tracking was started, seven hundred and eighty thousand plus people in the United States have died in the 22 months in the United States, but more than 1 million still died of cancer, she said. A small city, here's a, you know, we could say a small city die every year from cancer caused by smoking but we never shut down anything. We never close the schools down because every year a small city dies from cancer, from lung cancer. How does that have to do with coronavirus? There's no Comparison is two different things. Two entirely different things. I mean, there are many, many, many forms of cancer. And there are cancers that are curable. We Could we say that all cancers are curable if it's caught early? I don't know, but some cancers are caught early enough. It's, it's curable, but it has nothing to do with this pandemic. I mean, this statement is so ridiculous. That even George to key, you know, from Star Trek, he says, tell me you're really stupid without saying you're really stupid. Another person out here said he had cancer once. And you know how many people I transmitted it to? Zero. And, and, the, and the replies, ladies and gentlemen, go on and on and on. Of, of you know, I mean, what the, what the hell was she thinking? You know, what was what was she thinking? You know, she's always been an outspoken critic over the COVID-19 measures. Okay, so what? 
She even compared them to the Holocaust in the past. I mean, please, somebody, somebody out there. I mean, you know, people, I mean, get her on my show. Get her on my show so I can rip her a new one. Honestly, how, I, I, I can't, I mean, if you imagine standing up in front of a group of people behind a microphone and saying that we've never shut down any schools. Because of cancer. You know what people, you know, when I, when I look back at the, uh, the, uh, the Spanish flu, um, 1917, 1918, and that, you know, they did the same thing that we're doing today. They closed schools. They closed non-essential businesses, stay-at-home orders. They even went as far as saying that you even had to wear a mask in the outdoors. Didn't matter where you were going, even if you were by yourself. This is not new, but this is new to us in this century. to come out, you know, to, to have the, these restrictions. But using cancer as an example of shutting down schools and businesses and stay-at-home orders, you know, using, using that as an example is absolutely ridiculous. Now, another person, you know, that I find is really ridiculous and there are many believe me another person here see a while back i had a listener on my show and um i was talking you know about the pandemic and and a little bit about of course what's going on here in ontario with the shutdowns when they all began and stuff like that so i had a listener on, on here and um, she asked me to look up Dr. Tenpenny. And it's like, I've never even heard of this person, you know, sound like a, like a, uh, a name in a James Bond movie, Dr. Tenpenny. So you know, I, you know, kind of asked, you know, you know, what, what, what she's about and stuff like that. And, and she told me and I said, well, you know what? I said, I will look her up and um, see what, what she, what she uh, is talking about, about this pandemic, about this virus, you know, vaccines, whatever the case may be. And it turns out because I've never heard of her, you know, it turns out that, you know, um, she is um, anti-vaccine. Um, she's just like a like a huge critic, you know, about this this pandemic and, and about um, these vaccines. Now, she talks about um, 
things like one well one particular one was like really hilarious now she talks about magnetism now People who got the vaccine and people like myself and, and millions and millions of people out there who's gotten, you know, whether it's the Johnson and Johnson, the Pfizer, Moderna, whatever the case may be, it doesn't matter. Now, she goes on to say that they did a study and it was about magnetism. So she said they took 60 people, 60 people, 30 unvaccinated people and 30 fully vaccinated people. Now, she said that they took, you know, metal objects, magnets, whatever the case may be, and they put them on the injected site of the, uh, of the vaccine on the first 30 people who were unvaccinated. Nothing happened, right? Nothing stuck to them. No mental object stuck to these 30 people, unvaccinated people. Then she says the study, they took 30 fully vaccinated people. And they put these metal objects on the injected site of the vaccine. And 29 out of 30, these metal objects stuck to these people. And I'm thinking to myself, how did they conduct this? I mean, did they, did they have the individual laying down on their side with their body, with their arms straight down their body? Because I've tried it. I've, I've tried sitting here you know, and, and, you know, I went into the garage and found some metal objects and, and stuff like that. And I put it on the injected site of my arm and nothing stuck to me. I'm thinking, well, how can that be? According to Dr. Tenpenny, 29 out of 30 people, you know, because she said they had to cut, they had to cut the, they had to cut this short, you know, because, well, she didn't really say why, but, you know, but anyway, so I'm thinking, well, you know, even with the unvaccinated people of putting this metal objects on the on their bodies or they're laying down, because if you're standing up, nothing's going to stick to you. If you're laying down, things are going to stay on top of you. So I wonder if that's how they did the study. You know, the unvaccinated they had standing up and the vaccinated they had lying down. So these objects would not leave. Now, another one of her theories is that if you take a black light and you go in your room, you turn off your lights and you turn on the black light and you scan it up and down the injected site on your arm and all this like that, that you will glow. 
I mean, what, I mean, what are we like glow in the dark toys? We know this is not true. Ladies and gentlemen, we know, we know this is not true. Right? So our thought processing, right? Our thinking abilities. Now the frontal lobe, you know, when, when we're, when we're sitting here thinking, I'm just wondering, and you know, people like Dr. Tenpenny, Marjorie Green, and even Donald Trump. You know, with all his fake news over the federal election and everything else in his life, you know, I, I'm, I'm wondering if his frontal lobe was damaged by his father by poking him in the forehead one too many times. You know, because Donald Trump was born with a silver spoon in his in his mouth. His father gave him his first million. He lost it. He gives him another million. He loses it. He keeps losing his money. So I'm just wondering if his father finally stood in front of him, poking him in the middle of the forehead, telling him, stop losing the million dollars I keep giving you. And maybe that last poke was just a little bit too much and, and double and damaged that, that, that uh, part of the brain uh, of thought, of thinking. Same with Dr. Tanpenny. I wonder if her father did the same thing to her, poked her in the middle of the forehead one too many times. And what about the people that actually believe this bullshit? who believe these conspiracy theories about COVID-19, who believe Donald Trump that the elections were actually stolen. Fraudulent. Donald Trump has millions of followers. Look at the insurrection on the Capitol. People hang on every single word that he says. You give the man the microphone, he will tell you anything you want to hear. Same with anybody else out there, conspiracy theorists, Dr. Tenpenny, Marjorie Green. You give these people a microphone and they'll tell you whatever you want to hear. Now it's entirely up to you. It's entirely up to you to use that, that thought processing that we humans have the ability to process what people say. Now, with, with now, 
I don't know. I don't know who this this Stu Peters is. You know, because I mean, right now, if you went on, if you went on YouTube or any other social media stuff like that, you probably she like like for instance, Doctor Tenpenny's been banned from other social medias. So now, when I'm looking at this photo of this this Stu Peters, he was the interviewer. Uh, of, of Dr. Tampenny. He doesn't he doesn't appear to be the type of person who would actually believe what she's saying. I what I'm thinking is that he's just giving her the stage. He doesn't have to believe it. Right? He doesn't have to believe it. It makes it it makes it for a good show for him. Is what I'm thinking. I don't think he believes a word that she says, right? I could be wrong, but I, I, I don't think that I am. So, it, you know, these platforms out there giving these individuals the stage to, to get out there and just put out misinformation. You know, there was a letter um, floating around recently here in Ontario, and it was made up as though the the health minister of Ontario um, wrote this letter, and it was about that the federal government should round up all the unvaccinated. Signed by the health minister. It was on a government letterhead. Letter written to the prime minister to round up all the unvaccinated. Now you're going to believe it or you're not going to believe it. Was this true? Well, it was true. But the health minister didn't write this letter. And, you know, some people out there would believe this. Well, the health, the health minister of Ontario really wrote this letter to the prime minister saying, no, we got to round up all the unvaccinated people. <laughs> you know, first of all, <laughs> I mean, where would you put them? You know, if, if that were the case, you know, we're going to put them in internment camps. We're going to round up all the unvaccinated people and put them in internment camps. You know, no, you stay over here. You know, you can't, you can't come outside this fence. <laughs> you know, whether people out there would believe, you know, that was actually written and stuff like that. Yeah, it was. It was actually, that, that was actually true. It's actually pretty funny. But when it comes to people, you know, when it, when it comes to people, like just, you know, saying stupid things, you know, I mean, literally. I mean, you, you, you speak before you think. And like this Marjorie Green saying that we've never closed schools because every year over 600,000 people die from cancer and over a million people die from cancer every year and we never closed any schools. I've never heard, I don't think I've ever heard more, more of a ridiculous comment in my life. 
Dr. Tenpenny explaining that if you take a black light and you scan it up and down the injected site, you will glow. It's like this green glow coming off your body because, you know, you have this vaccine in your body. And, and, and the vaccine, according to her, is that they put these little metal objects in this vaccine somehow and injected it in you. You become magnetized. Metal will stick to your body. If not now, but maybe later. Oh, maybe with the booster, maybe that'll even magnetize it even, maybe that'll even magnetize it even more that we'll be able to, anybody who's gotten the booster shot, will be able to take a metal object and put it on your ejected site and the metal object will stick to you. Another ridiculous statement. She has followers. She has thousands of followers that actually believe the shit spewing out of her mouth. Many conspiracy theories is going on out there, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, if you look at Joe Rogan, I mean, he said things about this pandemic and COVID and the vaccines. Whether he believes them or not himself, I don't know, but he has said some ridiculous things. Right? I mean, Joe Rogan, he, he's a comedian. He's an actor. He's making millions doing a podcast. He has said some controversial things. But Spotify, I mean, they're paying him. You know, makes probably makes it for a good show. You know, I don't know. But even so, I mean, if you're going to make a statement... You know, get the facts. I mean, I don't know where they, I don't know where Dr. Penny gets her facts from. I don't know where, where, oh, by, by the way, with Dr. Tan Penny, she's not a disease and infectious doctor. Okay, she, she, she's not. Okay, she, she's not, she's not a scientist. You know, she, she puts her, her doctor in front of her name. It's like Dr. Phil. You know, Dr. Phil isn't a real doctor. Which I don't think he is. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think he is. Now, so people, you know, just to name a few here, you know, even with Joe Rogan, I don't care. Dr. Tempenny, Donald Trump, Marjorie Green. Hundreds and hundreds more out there spewing the BS and people actually believing. Now, the only followers that she has are people who are anti-vaxxers. They're not vaccinated people because a vaccinated person is not going to follow her, 
right? Only people that believe Donald Trump is going to follow him. And only people that are going to believe Marjorie Greene are going to believe her. Nobody else. Because I certainly don't. I mean, we're, we're smart enough to put two and two together. We're smart enough to determine facts from fiction. But I, you know, I, I guess may, maybe I just don't get it. Maybe I just don't get it of how these people out there believe what they say. Believe what Dr. Tenpenny says. Believes what Donald Trump says. Believes Marjorie Green what she says. Believes believes Joe Rogan on what he has says has said. Now, I mean, we we could go. I mean, we can go on, you know, you know, because I, I I've listened to you know some of of uh, Joe Rogan's um, podcast, but I haven't I haven't I mean he's done plenty of them. I mean I haven't come across where you know I've heard him actually saying things about COVID nineteen, but he has and it's been out there and people's talked about it who's been on this show who's listened to this show you know i check him out every now and again you know to see what you know what he's doing you know stuff like that but you know like you know i got other things to do than sit down and listen to joe rogan now or even anybody else for that matter like these these conspiracy theories it's absolutely ridiculous, you know. But it's something that, you know, it draws my attention to, to, to go like, what are, what are these people talking about? Go and find out what these people are talking about. Look it up and find out what they're talking about. And then I bring it to the air. You know, somebody, somebody, please find these people and get them on my show so I can rip them a new one. Honestly. You know, because sometimes you just have to stop these people in their tracks. You really do. The more you give them the microphone, the more the misinformation they keep putting out there. Now, I don't know if they actually, I mean, these conspiracy theorists, do they actually believe this themselves of what they say? I mean, that statement from from Marjorie Green, does she actually believe what she actually said? Does she actually believe that? We've never shut down any schools because of cancer. Vaccines makes us glow. Vaccines 
makes metal objects stick to us. Does Dr. Tenpenny actually believe what she spews out of her mouth? They must. Or they don't. And they just think it is to themselves, it's comical. Comical to the fact that they know people out there is going to listen to it and people out there are going to believe it. We also have what you call is common sense. Common sense over fact or fiction. Do we really believe the story at first sight when we first look at the story? We start to peruse the story. Finding the source. Where did it come from? Is it just a rumor? Or is it factual? We have the ability to determine these things. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, when it came, when it came to the, the federal election in the United States and Trump telling his followers that the election was fraudulent and it was stolen. Now, I like Americans. I mean, being a trucker, I've driven all across the United States in my career. Met hundreds, probably thousands of really nice people. There are really smart Democrats and there are really smart Republicans. And they know that the election wasn't stolen or it was rigged, whatever the case may be. They, they know that. But how is it that so many of them, you know, of the Trump followers, how is it that they, they just went into this really crazy rage on January the 6th <laughs> on Capitol Hill to try to stop an election that was legit. How is it people like Donald Trump get you to believe? I mean, we could easily say the same thing here in Canada. It's like, like, no, I mean, this is what? A minority government here again? You know, I mean, I could sit here and say, no, man, you know what? This, you know, no, this, this, this was rigged. There, there were double counts on, 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 the, uh, on the conservative side, on the NDP side. And, you know, trying to even this up and, you know, um, these mail-in ballots and everything like that, you know, 
they got counted for the other parties more than they did for the liberals. So this is how we end up with minority governments and stuff like that. Are you actually going to sit there and believe that? That's just be ludicrous. Even if, if, if Trudeau won a majority government, we, someone could come up and say, no, man, this is rigged. No, the, 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 you know, we count them by hand. Somebody made a mistake. Somebody made a mistake. We don't use, we don't put them in the machine and, and it spits out the counts. You know, we count them one by one. Nope, someone made a mistake. You know, one, you know, one for Aaron O'Toole, one, two for Trudeau. One vote for Aaron O'Toole. One, two, three counts for Trudeau. <laughs> Would you believe that? If someone said that's how they counted the votes? That would just be ridiculous. Same as gold that I was just talking about. You know? Now, it's absolutely like this. Like I, when I was, you know, what I was going to do earlier, and you know, this morning was just kind of hectic, a little bit busy and stuff like that. But I am going to, after this show, I'm going to look up, you know, this Stu Peters and, and and see what he's about. I mean. It looks like he's like he like he's he's got the, the suit on, he's got the tie, the shirt, you know, he's you know, looks he's not like sitting in front of like a, like the like a news because he's got a microphone, so he's obviously doing a video um podcast, you know, but it's interesting of it would be interesting of why you know, he would bring a, cons- a, a, a conspiracy theorist um, like um, Sherry Tenpenny on his show. I mean, it would be great for ratings, believe me. Believe me, it would be huge for ratings. Maybe I should get her on my podcast, right? Get her on my podcast, you know? Then my ratings would... Go right off the chart. You know, get Donald Trump on my podcast. Marjorie Green, get her out here too. You know, get them all on the same day on, on the same show. Man, Spotify, Podbean, you know, all, all these other social medias, man, they'd just be writing me the check. Would you believe that? Spotify pay me millions to have these schmucks on my show. And I'm like everybody else, ladies and gentlemen, you know, Jesus, you know, we all just want to just get on our merry way, do our things that we've always done pre-pandemic, you know, now we got uh, Omicron. 
you know you know it's like um uh what's the kind of word i'm thinking about it'll it, it'll come to me you know it sounds like a transformer you know omicron see how things go you know i was just perusing a little bit of stuff before i started my show this morning too you know uh come across a little article you know um scientists you know thinking that this may may become you know a seasonal um thing you know Mm -hmm. like the flu you know because you know it's funny how they say that because right now you know as we're in fall time and like last fall, you know, our case counts kept going up over the fall and winter. And then when the springtime came, it was like that, they, the the case counts went down. They're even talking about even next week, like the end of next week, school is out for the kids for the Christmas break. And already, they're mentioning that potentially they could extend the Christmas break by another two weeks. But I don't know. I mean, they did this, they did this last year. You know, they, they, they would extend it for a couple weeks and then a couple weeks more. And then they extended a couple weeks more and people are looking for answers and then finally the government, you know, the health minister, whatever, school uh, minister, you know, school's out indefinitely. Can we get through a full school year without having to close the schools indefinitely? We already have major outbreaks throughout the schools here in Ontario, and some of the schools are closed. There's something like 10 schools here in the city where I reside as an outbreak. So we'll be going to online learning. So the educational minister and the health ministers are putting it out there now a week away from the Christmas break for the kids. Potentially, it could be extended by another two weeks. So the kids will be out of school for a month. And it has nothing to do with Omicron or Omicron, however they want to pronounce it. The Delta variant has always been the dominant strain throughout what do you want to call it, the second half? You know, this is part two of the coronavirus. To be continued into next year? Of course it is. Coming January 31st, it doesn't stop here. There'd be a continuation. We're going to go into a full two years or more. 
Now, I, I, I'm pro, I am pro vaccine. I really am. Whether it's for the flu, whether it's for the, this coronavirus, mumps, measles, chicken pox, whatever. I've always been pro vaccine and always will be. And I've said it from time to time on my show, get vaccinated. Get your kids vaccinated. That's what we have. That's that's our ammunition. This is what we got. Now for the hesitant, for the people out there who are hesitant, right? Because there's a difference. There's a difference of being hesitant and being anti-vaxxer. A person who is hesitant is not an anti-vaxxer. They're just not sure. And that's okay. Because there's people that you can go talk to. Now, an anti-vaxxer is just that. Anti. They're not hesitant, they're anti. Look at me, I'm anti. Look at me making an ass of myself of these protests. Because you just that's what you look like. Honestly. Go protest all you want, I don't care. But you just look like, like an asshole. You know, and then you have that pastor from Elmer, Ontario. It, it, is just anti. He's anti everything. Everything. And he's even been here in the city that I reside in to spew his bullshit. And then, of course, like I say, you know, how do these people get their flock of, get their flock of sheep to follow them? Hundreds and hundreds of people would show up at Victoria Park because an anti-vaxxer is coming. It's like Christ. But billions would show up for Christ. Maybe a few hundred would show up for these anti-vaxxers to hear them speak. That's what I mean about, you know, our ability of thinking and processing of what is true or false. Reality. But yet, it doesn't matter. People are going to be sheep. And they're going to follow 
these people. And they're going to hang on every word that comes out of their mouth. And they're going to believe it. Can't do anything about it. I just sit back and laugh about it. It'll make for good comedy. Really good comedy. You know, here, you know, here in Ontario, I mean, things, you know, I mean, things have, have, you know, you know, calmed down, you know, as, you know, the ridiculousness, you know, of um, these anti-marches and, and all these things, you know, because they were out there um, in front of hospitals, um, protesting in front of hospitals, you know, about, you know, the, the, the rules of the lockdowns and, and stuff like that. I mean, the hospitals didn't make these rules. You know, they're out there blocking emergency entrances. They're out there harassing the patients going into the hospitals and the, and the people who work in the hospitals, the doctors and the nurses. You know, they're the very people that's been on the front lines and still on the front lines today And harassing these individuals somehow is their fault. It's nobody's fault. You know, the government, you know, the government has a sworn duty to protect their citizens. They have to have an emergency order act, provincial, municipality, federal. The emergency federal act was once called the war act. We have to have these measures in place. No, we don't like them imposed upon us if necessary. just the way it is. Think I enjoyed it? No. Of course not. Nobody does. You know, it's not like, oh yeah, man, I get, oh, I get time off of work and, and the government is going to give me $2,000 a month. Woo. Awesome. No. It was very stressful times, very, very difficult times. You know, it's not like that was permanent. You know, those programs are winding down. You know, you can, you know, you can, you can consider yourself lucky, you know, here in Canada. You know, what was it in the United States? What do what the, the American people get to uh, uh, stimulus uh, checks 
You know? I think they only got two for the entire time. I mean, crikey, I mean, you you know, here in Canada, you're getting $2,000 a month from the government all the time. Constant. Constantly. And then it got switched over to your EI. Yeah, of course, the payments went down. You know, as businesses start going to come back and people start going back into work. Now, even with the, you know, even with the case counts, you know, you know, um, um, driving up right now, you know, here across Ontario, the largest province, you know, here in Canada, you know, I think the other day they reported over 1200 cases in the entire province. And of course we have, you know, full capacity at sporting events. Going to the gym, going to the movie theaters, dining in restaurant. If you are fully vaccinated. That's the trade-off. As I see it, that's the trade-off. Call it what you want. People out there will call it rights and freedoms. Companies out there putting in mandated policies. And it's not just the city of London, it's other corporations and hospitals. The big three, Ford, Chrysler, GM, And other business out there mandating in order to work here, you have to be fully vaccinated. Or you get put on unpaid leave or fired. Now, of course, there's going to be challenges. There's going to be Court challenges. Whether the employer can do that or not. And whether you're eligible for EI or severance. That's going to be determined by the courts. So we have to wait to see what happens because there are some already out there who are waiting to be heard in the court of law, whether or not corporations or businesses can fire you because this is a policy in the company that you need to be fully vaccinated. And that goes even, you know, for, you know, for the emergency services, the EMS, the fire, the police. Everywhere. Just about. Even the federal government of Canada and any 
federal regulated businesses. And this includes truck drivers who cross the borders. And federal regulated essential workers to be fully vaccinated in order to cross the border. I mean, we already have a truck shortage, truck driver shortage. You know, predicting by 2024, be over 30,000 drivers. shortage in the industry. But the mandates on the vaccines stand for now. Whenever these challenges get heard in court, whatever the courts say, and it may even go right to the Supreme Court of Canada, it probably is going to go that far, is where they will rule on these mandates. That's something that's just going to have to wait. But in the meantime, you know, we go about our daily business. We go doing our our things that we're going to be doing. And, uh, you know, I mean, Christmas is just around the corner. You know, we're going to be gathering. You know, I mean, last year, I mean, what we what were here in Ontario, I think we're, I think maybe we we're allowed like 10 people in the household. No, I don't think it was. I think it was just the immediate family in the household. You know, I mean, back in October, we just had Thanksgiving here in Canada, right? And people gathered. Christmas, you know, the biggest, the biggest, biggest time of year, I guess. You know, um, people are going to be gathering for Christmas, Christmas parties. You know, businesses holding Christmas parties and stuff like that. So just be, you know, do your, do your stuff, you know. Be vigilant, you know, we've been practicing, we have been practicing social distancing for nearly two years. You know, how long do we got to keep practicing? I mean, do you go out and do you go to the mall? And, and then when you're standing behind somebody, 
are you practicing? I mean, do you, do you get out your measuring tape and put down six feet and say, oh, yeah, that's six feet here. I'm going to stand here. Is that practicing? You know, you're practicing for a part in a commercial or a movie. I think we know how to social distance, ladies and gentlemen, is what I'm getting at. You know, when I see the word practicing, you know, um, you go into a business is we are practicing social distance. Oh, wait a minute. Am I in your way? You know, I don't see, you know, no. Social distance. Take out the word practice or practicing. Social distance. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Cough or sneeze into your arm. That's all, that's all we have to do. That's how simple that is. You know, they talk about this flu season time. Never mind the pandemic. You know, if not feeling well, stay home. Get lots of bed rest. Drink lots of fluids. Wash your hands frequently. That's stuff we don't have to practice anymore. We should have that down pat. Right? We're not teaching old dogs new tricks. We've known this for centuries. We've known this. Wash up and clean up. That's all you got to do. Look, you know, I, I don't knock people who, you know, who are not getting vaccinated. I mean, that's your choice. I really don't care. You want to get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated. You know, plain and simple. And that's exactly what they're doing. Whatever. When I go out to the mall, I don't know who is and who isn't. I have no clue. Obviously, I have no clue. Who's vaccinated? Who's not vaccinated? You go pay for your gas. You go into the pharmacy. Go to the grocery store. I have no idea who's fully vaccinated and who's not. But I do know when I go to a restaurant, I go to a gym, which, by the way, I don't don't go to a gym or a movie theater. I'm amongst fully vaccinated people. It doesn't mean that I'm 100% protected. Same thing goes for the flu. 
when we're in the flu season, we go out and we do whatever. Never mind. You know what? Go post, go, go pre-pandemic, right? Flu season. Everybody's out and about doing their stuff and stuff like that. You don't know who's, who's out there sick walking around with the flu. You don't know who's out there walking around vaccinated from the flu. It's not 100%. The vaccines are not 100%. I was the, what's the flu shot? Like 97%? I think Pfizer's like 94, 95%. That's the best. That's, that's it. I mean, it doesn't come with a guarantee. You know, if unhappy within 30 days, return it. You just go out there and just, you know, be vigilant, do your stuff, you know, go home, go to work, go shopping, go do what you're going to do. You know, all I ask is that you follow the rules. That's it. I mean, how hard does that have to be? You know, children follow rules better than, than a lot of adults out there. It's unbelievable, you know? Then you, then you got the idiots out here, like I was talking about earlier. You know, Sherry Tenpenny. Look her up, man. Go ahead. I mean, go Google her and look her up. And maybe you'll you'll actually see her. Because um, uh, this this one can come up here um, on, on the Stu Peters. Stu Peters. Uh, what's this? Watch uh, StuPeters.tv. Uh, COVID dangers. <laughs> right? And you'll see her. You know, he'll, he'll do this show with her, you know. Oh, my God, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to fall off your chair freaking laughing, you know. And then, um, like I say, you know, this Marjorie Green, you know, with her comment that they've never shut down schools because, you know, over 600,000 people, you know, die a year of cancer. And they never closed any schools because of that. I mean, that's got to be just the most ridiculous comment that I've heard so far throughout this pandemic. Unbelievable. So thank you for taking the time this morning, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me here on the Truckers Podcast. Thank you for... um, the uh, all the likes, um, everybody out here. It is rare that I am out here on a Friday, like I said at the beginning of the show. You know, I'm off today because I have an appointment that I have to get to, and um, that I would do a show um, this morning, and then of course Saturday, Sunday mornings um, when I'm out here doing the show. And, uh, you know, talking about whatever, you know. Um, but for now, ladies and gentlemen, go out there, enjoy your, 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 your the rest of your day. And uh, I will be back out tomorrow morning. 
and Sunday morning here on the Truckers Pod Podcast. And of course, I mean, you can find the Truckers Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So again, thank you. This is the Trucker Podcast. I am your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Take care.